0: So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? <laughs> 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 fuck your car. <laughs> <laughs> right
1: I don't know, like, touch the fly, was it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free, locked up. Sounds like the fuck, dude.
2: Oh, boy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: fuck What's up? Welcome to Moped Monday Podcast. A uh, few things first. Let's start off with one of these. A little crack of a cold one. Let's pop, by the way. um, Dude, I already had a Starbucks <laughs> coffee like before this. And I don't even drink coffee. I'm not a coffee person. I don't like coffee. But I was... I'm tired, man. I'm beat. I'm beat. Happy New Year. We did it. We're here. 2022. Hopefully this year's better. Last year wasn't bad. I had... a It was fine for me, you know, things went all right. Like I can't complain, you know, hopefully it gets better this year. I'm ready for it. Hopefully mopeds are fun, more fun this year. You know, they progressively are up and down. You know, sometimes they're fun. Sometimes they're not fun. Sometimes you're doing more and less and whatever. But yeah, man, I'm glad to get it going. So we're back. If you never listened before, this is a podcast about mopeds. Occasionally we get weird And you never know what's going to happen. If you want to support the podcast fresh off the year, you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook or any of those things. We do all the things. If you have like a guest that you think should be on or you want to be on or a topic you think we should get into, you can email me at MopinMoneyPodcasts at gmail.com. And yeah, man, we're live already with my man, Sleazy, Sleazy Mechanic. Um, why don't you say what's up, bro? Introduce yourself.
1: Yo, Richmond Crew, what up, Sleazy <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> Sleazy,
0: dude. So why don't you tell everyone like your uh, your your birth name, your God given name, and and where you're from. Killian.
1: I know it's a German name. What was it? I think we we missed it. Killian. Killian, cool. And where are you yeah. from? I'm from South Tyrol, Italy. Yeah,
0: Italy. Far dude, we got a far away guest today. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's crazy that we like linked up. Like this is like, you know, kind of like out of the blue. Um I was doing like just some Instagram like uh streaming or whatever in the garage like last week and you know, Thomas was over, we're hanging out and our man sleazy just like slid in the chat in the in the uh in the video and I was like yeah man I'll accept it anyone wants to join the uh, stream chat let's go for it and we kind of talked a little bit about mopeds and you know he asked if I ever had someone from Italy on and I was like no I have not so uh I'm going to before we get into how you got into mopeds I want to know how you found the podcast cuz that's cuz it still like amazes me when like people listen to it at all so when people listen to it from places far far away from where i am it's it's even cooler
1: so first up let me crack a cold one too okay um i found a podcast um after i found jimmy's podcast second chance moped podcast mm-hmm. and it was just like this podcast is even crazier than his so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like it
0: yeah it gets, it gets a little weird sometimes
1: <laughs> i mean but that is the charm of mopeds and this podcast to be honest yeah,
0: hopefully it's like a good uh like i feel like i don't know when it gets weird and like the more people we have on the more like random gas and people from all over different places you get to see like i kind of mm-hmm. that's why i like it you get to see like a bigger picture of like the moped culture in america and like how like we're kind of all the same it's very similar every no matter where you go a lot of people have the same stories and like yep. you know it's, it's i don't know it's all fun to me but yeah how'd you uh how you get into
1: mopeds okay i was 14 and a half years old i think and um, i always got like the urge to be mobile and my uncle had like uh or have better said a huge tractor collection with like 26 old tractors and this and one day we got one running again it sat in the corner for like 15 years or something and just fired right up and it was like man this old stuff's pretty cool and after that i just walked by by my neighborhood and i saw uh, into my neighbor's garage and he just had all sorts of cool old motorcycles, old shifties, mm. and of course old mopeds. And it was like, "Yo, that's thread, I need one."
0: And you just, did he just give it to you, or like, did you have to buy it?
1: Um, like fast forward a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. I got in contact with him, and he is kind of a sleazy guy, but in a bad way. Like yeah. he breaks promises, fucks people over and all the shit. Mm-hmm. But can't do that exactly to your neighbors, though. So one day, he just pulls out a chow. Oh, puts oh, oh. Pulls out a chow set and says, like, here, 350 bucks, which was a lot of money for, first of all, for a chow in Italy. Yeah. And second of all, for me, it's 14 Euros. <laughs> old Well, it's great the month and got it sick was it was it running at the time or did
0: it still need some work it was running that's pretty good that's not bad 350 but for, it wasn't for a variated yeah, yeah but it's your but it's your 14 and you got you got some wheels that work yeah so that's so that's pretty rad like out the gates <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm assuming like as a as a as a young boy and like I, I didn't really get into it. Like in the beginning, we we didn't dive in, but you're also, he's, uh, you're also in a moped club called, uh, farm fresh mopeds. So for those, yeah. those listening, you can follow, uh, you can follow Sleazy on Instagram. Uh, we'll, we'll throw up his IG and stuff in the, in the description and stuff later uh, when we post it, but dude, farm fresh mopeds. So, so from, from, from the name of that, you're, you're, you're on a farm, like, you know, we got tractors. We got Farm Fresh Mopeds. You're 14 years old with a moped living on a farm. I I can almost 100% guarantee that you were just dogging that little bike and like running into the ground.
1: Oh, you got me there, man. <laughs> so, um, so here in Italy or general in my area, you have to do – if you want to ride a moped on the street, you can't do that without a license. So you have to, so you can even make your moped license when you are fourteen, and I didn't have the money after that, and so I just piled it around the farm. Yeah. And one day, a friend of a cousin of mine says, "Yo, that's right. I had a tattoo, and I have some spare parts." So he gave me, he almost gave me. I paid him like fifty bucks for three crates of parts, and in there was a. Fully built Maloffy E replock engine with like a seventy-five CC cylinder and a C head.
0: That's crazy. For 50 bucks. And here comes the
1: tragedy. Do you know like do you know that a C head doesn't fit on a chow?
0: Okay, yeah. I don't really, I'm not a big Vessel person, so I don't know all the difference in the heads and all the, the three bolt or two bolt or whatever. I'm not sure. Like I don't I don't know all the differences. Like the things
2: are too much.
0: Like the what?
1: Like the cooling fins.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, they're so too they're too big for the
1: subframes. You have to like cut them down. I didn't cut the, the I didn't cut the head on, I cut the subframe down. And I accidentally cut a hole in the tank.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs>
0: so you so I mean So you got this monster motor for free, essentially, fifty bucks. And then you you're like I'm going in, and you just break your moped.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I come from a very mechanically inclined family, but <laughs> tractors are somewhat different than mopeds, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, I'm sh- they, I'm sure they get the same amount of random ass welding from like you know poorly trained welders all day, but.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got it, man. <laughs>
0: Dude, so what? So what did you do after you broke your bike? What was the next plan? Um, or did you have to? Are you thing, end up fixing it?
1: We we're jumping a little bit ahead of time.
2: Okay, yeah. Because
1: yeah. We'll slow it down. Like, okay. I just was padding around the farm with it, mm-hmm. and one day, he, I learned how to drive a. Like on a scooter with my uncle, We just uh, piled around on um, two, like, Aprilia scooters. I think it was an Aprilia Rally, if I remember correctly.
0: Is it an Aprilia Rally? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not even sure what that one looks like.
1: It's like a normal scooter, but with, like, dirt bike E tires. Got it.
0: So you got the scooter, so now you're like a half-scooter guy,
1: half-moped guy.
0: How old were you when you got the scooter?
1: The scooter to to begin with. I always hated it. Like, it was just, uh, it wasn't any fun for me. It was just to learn how to drive, basically not kill yourself on the road, and just, I don't know, it just wasn't any fun for me.
0: Yeah. I'm like checking. I'm checking out right now. I'm looking at some pictures of the Aprilia Rally, and like, it's not a bad-looking mm-hmm. scooter for for a scooter. They're like, you know, they're decent-looking.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they look decent, but I'm just in general not a scooter guy. Yeah,
0: I mean, scooter compared like any scooter compared to a Chow is like a huge difference. Like a Chow is so like stripped down to like the basics and bare necessity of like a moped. Like a Chow to me is yeah. like. It's like a 40t motorbike or something. They're like the really simple, simplistic looking bike.
1: Yeah, but before I horribly, horribly massacred the child, I did work on it too. Like cleaned the carpet a couple of times, set the ignition, and what else did I do? Oh yeah, changed the plugs and just like basic moped stuff. Yeah,
0: which is even that's even like a you know that's a that's a good step for for anyone. Like, a lot of people, like, I think I think we've seen those, like, everyone's read those threads where, like, someone's like, oh, I cleaned the carb, and we're like, how'd you do it? They're like, I sprayed it from the outside, you know, I cleaned it, I scrubbed it, it was beautiful, <laughs> shining, and it's like, oh, man, so you clean the, the, the outside, you never actually cleaned the jets. It's like a task, it's I a, skill, it from it's a skill to learn. <laughs> I mean,
1: I cleaned it from the inside, and I was just like, the first time I had to clean it, I was just like hmm it's an 80 millimeter bolt that's weird yeah <laughs> then i took it all took the two ball screws apart and like hmm somehow i'm it to be more difficult yeah that's what
0: it is it's really not that hard like once you open like mopeds are simple in general but once you like open the part and you look at it you're like you'll see like oh man this is really that wasn't that wasn't that hard this is easy just, you know, take pictures mm-hmm. if you're confused or you don't or you've never done it before. And like, you know, assembly is, you know, the opposite of disassembly. Go in reverse.
1: Yeah. I mean, I only taken pictures when I took like engines apart. Yeah. Because a child card is like so simple. It only has like one jet and one screw to adjust the idle.
0: Yeah. That's pretty easy. Well, that was cool. At least you were like working on them. Was, there, was anyone like helping you with these bikes or was it just like, oh, I bought this bike on my own and I'm I'm going to do whatever I want with it? Or were like, did you have like assistance from your family or your dad or anything like that? Like, you know,
1: kind of showing you the ropes? The thing is, I watched a lot of YouTube, Moped YouTube during that time. Mm-hmm. And I discovered Travis Tutorial and he's the man.
0: Oh, yeah. Travis Tutorial kills it for sure. Yeah, that's the cool thing about like just like content like in general it's like that stuff's going to yeah. be out there forever you never know who it's going to reach or who it's going to help
2: mm-hmm.
0: so after you had that bike uh, and you, you started working on it you were learning a little bit on how to wrench this and that keeping it alive mm-hmm. do you ever have any like serious major issues with it
1: until you, until you killed it not really I mean it was always kind of a good running bike but I had like one funny incident with it which was like um one time like one time I um cleaned the car but for but I forgot to put the jet in it so it was, so it just was spewing oil out of the exhaust pipe and it was just like Man, why does it be oil out of there? Oh, and I just checked the ignition, looked in the spark plug hole. I didn't know what to do because that issue, I, I didn't know how to deal with. And then I saw jet on my workbench, and I was like, ah, <laughs> that's fine.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. That's like a serious like issue in uh, in, in group in group garages. Like wrenching on mopeds is fun by yourself, and like wrenching on mopeds with a buddy or two is even better. But the problem on working on bikes with other people is you're easily distracted from the tasks you're, work- you're trying to you know complete, and that's mm-hmm. when a lot of mistakes happen, like losing stuff or leaving shit out. Like I've, I still do it to this day. I think I recently, like last week, I was, I'm not sure if I talked about it or not, but I was working on that bike on that stream, and I'm like- On talking- the Cobra? Yeah, I was working on the Cobra on the stream, and I was talking to the chat and fucking around. I took the carb off, and I cleaned the carb- And like readjusted the float bowl and I, and I put in the jet, but I never tightened the jet. I just kind of like put it in the hole and like, was like, Oh, like I got distracted and then I put the float bowl on and the bike turned on, but it ran so bad. It was so rich. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. Maybe my timing's off. Like I did the same thing. I was like, just like guessing, guessing, guessing. I was like, well, you know, took me a wait after wasting 30 minutes. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me check the jet. You know, that's the last thing I changed or fucked with. Let me at least check it. And as soon as I took the bowl off, like, the, the jet just fell out. And I'm like, uh, yeah. So at least yours was on the bench. You could see it. Mine was uh inside the bike, just kind of, like, rattling around.
1: Yeah. So after that, I made my moped license. And shortly after that, I got a shifty.
0: And, like, shifties are still considered mopeds there as long as they're under a certain CC, right?
1: Yeah. 50 CC, pretty much anything with 50 CC with two or three wheels is a moped.
0: Okay. And you have to be 16 to get a license there or a moped license? Um,
1: You have to be 14.
0: 14. Okay. So you got your license, now you're legal. And and you're ready mm-hmm. and you're ready to hit the streets so when you're 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 stock twenty five mile an hour chow, but you got, uh, but, you got, a, but is, you got a bigger bike you got a real bike.
1: The thing is, um, I live in a mountain area, okay. and a chow with just a monodrive isn't gonna climb shit. You need a very good, varied bike or a shifty.
0: Yeah, that would make sense for sure. So you got your so you got a first shifty. What kind of bike was that?
1: Um, it was an LM full D3, but it's kind of a rare bike. Um, do you know what a Malaguti Fifty is?
0: Uh no, I don't. You said a Malaguni Fifty? It has
1: like a tube for a frame.
0: Okay, tube
1: frame bike. Two frame bike, and the gas tank is in the frame.
0: And that's like a sh- another shifty.
1: Uh, yeah, Malaguti 50 is a shifty too. Shifty 50, Malaguti 50. Say that 10 times fast.
0: <laughs> Malagoni shifty fit. No, let's not try. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So you got your first shifty. And How was that bike compared to like your chow?
1: It was so much fun to ride. Uh, it was so much fun to ride because I climbed stuff. It got great gas mileage. I could just fill it up with two bucks. And it, I just was mobile.
0: Yeah. I mean, that fr- that sense of freedom. It's like, yeah, you got your, your first one, and that's like freedom kind of around your house. But like once you get to really leave and go out, that's... That's it, dude. Yeah. You, got the, you got your wheels. Nothing can stop you.
1: <laughs> but of course, it had some problems too.
0: What kind of problems did you run with
1: that bike? Um, the front wheel wobbled because the spokes were misadjusted, and so well, my mom knew someone who could fix um old bikes. Like, um, he works at a car mechanic that used to do bikes, and. I was just like, yo, I got this old uh, moped. You want to come and fix it? And he was just like, sure. Or, but you have to learn how to do it yourself after that. And that was just like a problem.
0: Well, did he uh, help teach you stuff? Or did, was he just like, you know, he'd fix it and then like left you to your devices?
1: He, told, he taught me how to fix the wobbling issue. Mm-hmm. And he just showed me how to put tires on and off.
0: That's pretty cool. So what what color was it? Was is it? Because I'm like looking up a couple of bikes. Is it like I see a Malaguni fifty? That's like uh, it's like red. Still it looks like a step through with a tube frame. Uh,
1: it was like a blue one and definitely a step through.
0: Okay, I think I've actually seen one of these once. I think um, Dos imported one and it ended up with uh, our buddies in Legion in philadelphia like uh yeah it's a cool those are cool looking bikes though malaguni shifty 50 if you guys want to check it out it's like a step through like kind of like motron looking like seat with like a little rear rack like fairing decent foreign like uh decent little you know fairings and stuff all over it like through the cool kickstart like, this one I'm looking at right now is, like, super rad. It's got, like, a disc brake cover and all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah, those are
1: cool-looking bikes. If you want, I can like, later a picture of the first day I got the bike.
0: Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Send it, dude. That'd be perfect. We'll, like, post it on the Instagram and stuff.
1: Yeah. And I even have the first license plate of the moped and the, like, entire backstory of it.
0: Oh, gotta you got to give me the backstory. Those are always the best. Like, b- going to buy a bike... And then catching the story about the bike and its history from the person you bought it from is always fun. Like sometimes you just so want to like, bike- buy the bike and get out, but sometimes you like hearing like the old man just telling to you story is always cool.
1: Yeah. So the bike was originally sold at Meran, in Meran, at the Piaggio dealership. And it was bought by an old man just to get around. This was still the time you didn't need a license for a moped. We're talking like mid-70s here. Mm -hmm. And um, it just kind of got put away after the old man died. and After his house was to get auctioned off, the auctioned off all the furniture and all of the uh, cluttered shit that was inside. And this moped came up. So the previous owner got it as an, like, how do you say that? A state auction?
2: Okay, yeah. And put
1: new things. tires on it. Mm-hmm. Put new tires on it, and just was like, nah, the thing for me, and put it up for sale. Like the first day on sale, it was just like instant love. So I snagged that bike. That's sick. That's still pretty cool, man.
0: Old man's little auction bike. So... Who won it who won the auction or, or how did you end up with
1: it? Did you get it
0: from the auction? Um
1: or? and like like the previous owner bought it from the auction mm-hmm. and he was just like fixing it up and was just like deciding nah it wasn't for me. So I clearly remember on the fifteenth of May I was just fed up with school. So I begged my uncle <laughs> to drive 100 kilometers to Bolton and pick it up. So we got the name in my uncle's title, mm-hmm. the title in my uncle's name, because under 18, you get you can't get a vehicle in your name over here. Okay. So, yeah. And he was just like a bit of the best man. You're going to have to fix it. It's going to break. Do you really want to do that to yourself? And that was just like, yeah, sounds like a good time.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's tight. Like, um, how how much did you pay for it? Four hundred bucks, dude. That's sick. If you guys see this bike, actually, if you if you go on Moped Army and you go and you look up uh, in the search bar, uh, nineteen eighty six Malaguni fifty top. There's actually a thread that Max from uh, Legion from Lgn posted. With the bike mm-hmm. in it, some pictures, or you know, a similar one, just so you can see the one that was here in yep. the States, so you can see what it looks like. But, but dude, that's sick. 400 bucks for that bike is insane because I'm sure that bike here in today's market is probably a thousand dollar bike like all day. Because I mean, it's also rare that for us, they're not. Two we don't bought have any here.
1: one. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's kind of the how to say that obscurity of the
0: bike yeah that's kind of what it is here like anything that's like scarce or like hard to find like always like kicks the price up like a ton Mm -hmm. unless it's something weird like a sax that no one cares about like oh i got those rare sax no one's ever seen it before (laughs) like no, no one's no one's paying that much money for a sax yeah
1: so, but hopper um, parts for this bike are stupidly expensive. Like we're talking about five hundred bucks just for a polini under. Damn.
0: Yeah, it's pretty steep. So, did you have to do any like you said? It was like kind of like giving you some trouble. What kind of work did you have to do to that bike?
1: I, um, like I said, I had to um, fix the spokes. Um, just like give the brakes a little sandpaper treatment,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I just rode it for a while until until the engine just completely decided to fuck up.
0: Did it? Did it seize, or did something else go wrong in there? It had.
1: I think it had water in the oil, and it froze. Mm yeah that's pretty wild so when i opened it up it was cracktopia in there They're <laughs> all cracked up, up and i just had to get another engine first of all i wasn't i wasn't like experienced with rebuilding motors at that point yeah and, and a little
0: more the block was junk anyway i said those are just a little those are also more complicated than just a normal moped. they're like shifties have gears and plates and all that stuff
1: yeah yeah that's it i mean a challenge is just a crank with two bearings and two higher
0: Mm -hmm. so you went in do you and you did the rebuild you bought a new motor did you just like you know, swap I one just out, swap one out to, and put a new one, or did you have to end up using the parts to rebuild the other one?
1: I mean, I mean, uh, motors for the for these are stupidly cheap or were stupidly cheap if over here. So I got a, a three speed instead of a four speed, and it was a complete unit. So I just locked it on and good to go.
0: Huh. Well, that sounds easy enough. How much are the motors? Like hundred bucks, two hundred bucks?
1: Like at that time they were eight for the three speed one, I think one fifty.
2: Yes. Normally
1: you can get a four speed one for like $250, 300 Yeah. And you can also get a six speed for this bike, which are like five hundred bucks.
0: That's wild. Yeah, that'd be cool. Our buddies, some of our buddies just got um some shifty fifties like in like imported or whatever from dose that they picked up like, like to the guys from QCB, they got, uh, they got like a, a Motron shifty 50. I can't remember what the other one was like something. They're wild. They were super cool bikes. I don't know. You guys have like so many, of the so many like weird, cool, like shifty bikes out there that we never
1: got in the States. Yeah. Well, you guys have the top tanks with pedals. Y'all don't have top tanks with pedals. They are very few and far between over here because I heard the story that the top tank was constipated for the American market to make it look more like a motorcycle.
0: Yeah. I believe that all day. I'm with that. I back that story. <laughs> That's definitely why people get them, like, you know, a lot of new people who get in the mopeds, they all like want uh, a top tank, you know, out the gates or like they think they think step throughs are lame, like step through's like the moped that's like, you know, their idea of a nerdy moped. And they all want like top tanks so they can look like the real thing, like look like a motorcycle. And it's not so like, you know, they ride mopeds for a while. They're just like, Oh man, a step through is fun and convenient. Just throw your leg on through there and like cruise.
1: Yeah. So, also, we got Pugmagnons in Europe, but with a Z50 engine. It's like a two-speed hand shifts engine. You shift them with a hand like a Shifty Vespa scooter. Oh, that's wild.
0: Yeah, I've never even heard of that. See, that's cool. You say they're called the, Z- the Z50 engine?
1: Not like... No, Z50. Hell,
0: yeah. Like, I'm, like, looking all these things up and making notes. I'm like, dude, I got to look all this shit up later.
1: I want to see everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also the thing about American moped culture is everything is just mixed through well. Because here, you can't get a Batavos in Italy right next to a Honda Camino right next to a Seg. I mean, I would love to see the picture with them, all with Italian plates and all with Italian titles. <laughs> so, what
0: were like the main bikes that you guys had there? Just like the Chows and like some Shifty stuff.
1: Yeah, Chow Shifty stuff, and Minerali, Minerali V One, mm-hmm. maybe. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, just mostly chow and mineraly You know, shift this stuff.
0: Yeah, man, are cool. Like, uh, what kind of mineralys do you normally see out there?
1: Like, if you see them out there, you would just mostly see shifty Vespas out there, mm-hmm. you mostly see like P4 or P6. Yeah,
0: dude, I looked up the uh, the Z50 motor, the manual shift, two speed kickstart engine by uh yeah and uh treeland had one for sale like it's gone now but it was like it was for 200 bucks you could buy the motor like used on
1: treeland i will snatch that up (laughs) yeah
0: i think the the first comment's like uh sorry i had to snatch it like hopefully i can find parts for (laughs) it now (laughs) they just like saw it well bought it instantly and they're like now i gotta figure some shit out (laughs)
1: Just, tr- the, just throwing your kid into the cold water and just like, screaming, hey, learn how to swim. Yeah.
0: It's like, that's, that's one way to do it, you know? Just, just 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 start buying stuff and figure it out later. Yeah. I think I, I owned a, um, I had a Kickstart Minarelli once and I had like a... Um, it was like a Kickstart V1 L or whatever motor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I had... Like a V one before and like I kinda like, you know, dabble my toe in Minarelli stuff and like I always saw people talking about Kickstart and Kickstart this and Kickstart that and the case inducted and I was like, Yeah, that'd be cool yeah. to find one, you know? And then like I stumbled across a a bottom in on eBay one time and I was like, I gotta have it So I just instantly buy it off eBay and it comes to my house and just like sits there, but it's like missing all the kickstart parts. It was like just the bottom end without the the kickstart side, so I'm like, I don't have any of the parts for that. Like, I started just like randomly buying parts, you know, and like buy sell trade and like wherever I could find stuff, and like I ended up with like, I was like, I'm going balls to the wall. I had like a metric kit and I did like this the crazy space space spacer that you could get from Treatland to put like derby kits on Benarellis, and and I was like, dude, like I've i still couldn't find kickstart parts i had all these things just piling up man and i'm like and one of our friends like in town like bought like some weird like little minarelli tiny bike some small little bike it had like a bronco a motor on it's called a bronco or something it had like a kicking horse like on the side of the case cover and our friend angel from the uh creatures uh she like i don't know she bought the bike or the or the parts or the motor or some shit and but she didn't need the kickstart parts cause she already had kickstart parts. And I was like, dude, let me get the kickstart shit. So like, I ended up getting all the kickstart stuff from her and like, that's how I ended up piecing my bike together. But it was just, it was just a daunting task of like that same concept. Just like diving in head first, buying shit that you have no idea what you're doing. And like trying to figure it out later over the years, which I still yeah. do this day. Like, I'm not going to lie. I still have a ton of stuff in my garage. I have no idea what I'm doing with, <laughs>
1: first time here
0: mm. so you had your shifty uh, how long before you got back in the mopeds like real mopeds
1: Um, not until this year actually before I bought the towel a Peugeot dude
0: long hiatus How so how old are you now so you went from 14 and getting your shifty license and like doing the thing and like taking a long break from real mopeds and now you're back like how long did it take
1: like oh six years <laughs> I'm 20 by the way
0: <laughs> okay cool cool so six years to get back in the real notepads like why why did you decide to come back from shifties and scooter because and I just for
1: something with pedal yeah because I just like don't understand the kickstart craze on like automatic vibes it's like okay I'm going to look cool like a motorcycle starting up. But when you're sitting at a red light and just need that extra oomph to get forward, you just pedal that shit. That's true.
0: Or you put in like the stiffest springs you can possibly find and hope <laughs> and rev to the moon. Yeah. So what kind of, what kind of bike, what kind of bike do you have now? What what brought you back in the mopeds? Which What bike did you start with when you came back?
1: Hmm. When I, when I, and uh, for European laws, I never was really out of mopeds because I always had like shifted kicking around. Yeah. For American terms, it was just like this year and a really good opportunity at a moped scrapyard nearby. What'd you find in the scrapyard? Um, so it's like an old gas station, which, uh, which doesn't sell gas anymore. And the guy there sells parts and does like some small car stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And in the back, he got a couple of sheds and a couple of parts. And under there are some really like, cool bikes. M- mostly mopeds, so 50cc stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. So what did he have that uh, that you picked up?
1: So I picked up two 103 ML without a title.
0: Is it hard for you guys to get titles there?
1: Yeah, we have to have them. But um, like literally the, the day I was thinking of buying them, like a roller popped up on a local on a local site, and I was just like, "Hmm, this could work out."
0: Yeah, get the get the roller with the VIN and the title, and then swap the parts.
1: Yeah, so I drove down to the to junkyard with my tractor with the shovel in the back, put just both in, mm-hmm. put both in, just real sleazy ratchet strap them, and just drove back to my house. Dude,
0: that's some farm freshman heads right there.
1: I don't,
0: yeah. I don't think anyone I don't know anyone in the States is gonna have that story. Yeah, I drove my tractor down to the old gas station. I threw two mopeds in the in the basket and 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 brought them back. That's sick. Yeah, I mean they
1: caught farm fresh mopeds for a reason.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely doesn't get any more farm fresh than that. <laughs>
1: That's sick. So uh, what, what... No, wait. I have like another farm fresh moped story. Uh huh. So, um, so one time my dad was in the field j- just mowing, and the part between the PTO and the mowing oh, and the mowing uh, bar broke. I don't know how to call this in English. Um, it's like a drive shaft for a car, but you can clip it on and off.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure what that part is.
1: And back then, my bike didn't have a long seat. So I just uh, took some ratchet straps, strapped this shaft um, onto the bike, like, and yeah, went to the field. And at the stoplight, there was a cop behind me. And just like a dude giving me the thumbs up, like, yeah, dude, you're doing this. <laughs>
0: Like, super farmer tech.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's and sick. also, I'm fortunate to have, like, a, a really well-equipped shop at the farm. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you guys have ton of tools. Yeah. So, that was kind of my luck when I started back then with moped. Yeah, I can definitely see that. But, you know... Yeah, because, you know, some guy in a big city just buys a bike that's broken and has to, like, buy, like, a tool set and all of that shit.
0: Yeah, and that can get expensive, too. Like, you know, you start off, you know, you might get some little basic tools, like a little multi-set to kind of do some little stuff that you can need to do. But, I don't know. i say buying a bike, if you're new and you're getting your first bike, you probably, you know, you spend 500 bucks or whatever on the bike and then you spend like, you know, 50 to 100 bucks on a helmet. And then you got to spend like 50 to 100 bucks on a lock. And then you got to buy like, you know, 50 to 100 dollars at least worth of tools. And it adds up quickly. You know, you can easily get a thousand dollars out the door just to get started
1: in, into the hobby. I have like 600 bucks of moped documentation.
0: <laughs> yeah, like titles and registration, all that stuff costs money. Like, it all adds up.
1: No, I mean, like, old um, books about mopeds and, like, uh, old data sheets.
0: Okay. That's cool. What kind of old books and stuff? Just, like, vintage stuff that you found over the years?
1: Yeah. And also, I have a book right near me. It's called Febura Cinquanta. That's Italian for fee- for 50 fevers. And there is just, like, the history of old Italian racing shifty. Dude. Like in the sixties, there was no speed limit to mopeds here, so you could just go out like as fast as you wanted without a helmet, without the license, or a license, on a fifty cc bike. Yeah, just get
0: out there and get after it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, that's cool.
0: I want to like. I've always like. Also, so like the older... Also, like Ooh. we have
1: to inspect our mopeds here
0: does the inspection tell just t- checking the tires and stuff or like emissions um you that?
1: have to it's it's like emissions it, you have like street legal tires on it's it's it, like the wheel bearings fine and all that shit
0: that's pretty cool that's serious like here they're just like they don't give a fuck you like you put a title or you put a plate on it and and you just ride it no one's really looking at your bike cuz they think it's dumb anyway but like we've all been to those rallies yeah. where we seen, like that person with the really unsafe bike next to you. <laughs> so yeah, the
1: the thing is, I've never been to a rally.
0: How's the like the 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 moped culture or scene or whatever in your area? Because like it's been around and mopeds are such a thing. Like it's you know it's everywhere, especially out that way. But. In like your area, like what's the community like or the scene or, you know, are there people riding, are there group rides, are there events or things happening? None
1: of that. None of that. It, I mean, especially Italy, we have like ra- ra- moped races and there aren't like any gangs that are like hosting rallies, organizing group rides and doing all of that, like moped stuff you do in America. It's just, sure, we have motorcycle clubs here, like Vespa clubs, Shifty Vespa clubs, that, like, uh, that like let 50 Vespas in, but also, like, 125, 250 Vespas. And, but specifically for mopeds, there's just nothing out there in Italy. Hmm.
0: I felt like there would have been, like, some kind of crossover with, like, scooters and, like, you know, since, like, they're kind of riding everything.
1: But in um, Germany and in Austria, there are, so, there are some clubs that are hosting some rallies, like the, how's call it called again? Oetstaler Marathon. That's like a rally I want to attend. How far
0: is that from where you live?
1: Like 150 or 200 kilometers.
0: A little, a little trip, a little journey.
2: Yeah,
1: you can't make but any the thing tractor, thing is, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the thing is, um, as farmer, you kind of bound to your farm, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But I also have like a side job at um, my mom's family business. I make cow shoes. You said cow shoes. House shoes, like out of sheep pelt Oh, okay. Like all natural, no chemicals, and yeah, just do it how they would have done it back then.
0: That's cool. Yeah, you're kind of like well rounded and and all and all odd things for me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, never been on a farm before. <laughs> like, what? I wonder what they do out there. That track, um, that track too pretty.
1: With <laughs> around my body, my body proportions. Because if so, yes, I'm all around that.
0: <laughs> it's a cow farm too, right? I think, I think that's what I remember from uh, our chat the last dairy week. Farm. Dairy farm, yeah. That's cool. So, like, so you ride mopeds, and you're the only person around. Like, have you tried? like, convincing anyone else to ride with you?
1: Yes, I have, but they are just like, nah, these (laughs) 50cc bikes, uh, just get the shit off me. I want a real bike. I want a nine hundred cc I do No know what I mean.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's, like, the hard thing to, like, overcome, like... Because I feel like, especially like the way they make it out there it's like oh like you can you can you can get a 50 cc license but you have and then they, you guys have to like work up to get to bigger bikes like oh you have to have a 50 cc for x amount of time right before you can get like a, a higher cc license
1: i mean you can do like at any point in if you're of age of course a big bike license you don't have to make it a 50cc license
0: oh okay i thought you guys had to like they had to do like a smaller like a like a like a smaller cc first
1: um you have like your a1 license that's 125 cc right like. mm-hmm. your um a no your um am is moped It a a2 is 125 a1 is uh, Every bike I can till up to thirty five kilowatts and like A is unlimited. Go go out there, be wild. Yeah,
0: that's like that's like so much different than here because here it's just like okay, cool. You're you don't need a license to get a moped, so it's like okay, cool. Your moped goes under a certain amount of speed limit, and it's like all right, there you go. You're you're whatever your parents want to let you ride. Like here you go, here's a moped, and you just ride your moped around. I could be wrong. I, this this is my very state to state, but I know here it's like you can just like ride my pen. No one cares. But then like when you turn 16, and you get like a driver's license like you you can get a motorcycle license. And once you get a motorcycle license, that's it. There's no like stepping scale to like what kind of license it is. Like, "Ooh, maybe we should probably start this guy on, you know, 125 or something." It's like, "No, you're 16, you have a license." You can go get a motorcycle license, and you can go buy a 1,000cc fucking bike and, like, end up in outer space. Who knows? I'm trying to hop on a rocket ship.
1: Yeah, just hop on a rocket ship before you haven't driven, like, I don't know, a tractor or a lawnmower. Yeah,
0: I don't think it would be a good idea. (laughs) I mean, yeah. a lot of people are smarter than uh than just like giving her hell and like seeing what happens. Like I get it. If you if you grew up riding, you know, since you were like five years old or something. Oh, your dad had you on the balance bike and then they got you the, the PW50 and then they stepped you up. And like you've been riding since you were like a little kid. Like I, I get that. Like that person could probably like be responsible enough to handle a big bike at a young age. But a lot of people are just like aren't ready for it not mature enough don't mm-hmm. have enough skill level like don't understand like turning and like the road and traffic and like handling a bike with that much power i'm like i'm still wouldn't want to ride a, like a some thousand cc liter bike right now and i've been like riding mopeds and like motorcycle shit like you know my 450 or whatever for a while now and i'm like mm.
2: yeah
0: it just like doesn't appeal to me like the fact that you can go that fast with like on that small of a bike from the touch of a throttle, like is not appealing. Like I like my moped. I like if I give it everything it's got, I might be doing 60, but for the most part, like you're doing forties and you're just kind of chilling and you can take in the sights around you and like any mistake you make is really forgiving.
1: Yeah. And um, one thing, like, uh, like, tuning your moped here is a crime.
0: Oh, you guys can't beef them up? What?
1: Like, if you tune your moped, they, the police will come and fuck you over if you get stopped. Do so they, like,
0: measure your cylinder? Will they like, actually, like, see how big it is? Like, the bore?
1: No, they were just like, all right, buddy. You know the roots, and so do I. <laughs> like you have, you license uh, you have, like you license to go forty-five kilometers per hour, and you're doing like eighty. Like, the, like that's not okay. Now in the law, and yeah, just give us your license and yeah, damn, and pay a hefty money for it. Yeah,
0: I, I, actually, I, I mean, I was, I don't know, I was like pretty young in my mopeds or whatever, and. I was just like, I had my little hobbit and I'm like, dude, this thing rips. I'm like, blasted around town one night and like, not paying attention. And like, I blast by some cop, like, downtown VC, like, like, downtown Richmond, like, near the college. And like, the cop pulls me over, starts giving me all this shit. And like, I was playing dumb, like, you know, like, oh, I was just trying to see what's up with my bike. It was doing something weird, like, playing with the wires. And cop's like, the thing's gonna catch on fire. I'm like, I don't know what it's doing, officer. And, like, they ended up giving me a ticket for reckless driving because I did, like, 50 in a 25 or something. And I was, like, oh, I have no idea. It's just a moped. Like, But, like, I ended up catching, like, a reckless driving ticket on a, on a moped. And <laughs> I'm, like, that was, only like, my driving record for, like, the longest time. I was, like, damn. Like, I've never got reckless driving in a car or a vehicle or anything, but I got a reckless on a moped. <laughs> but... You know, they didn't take the license, they didn't check the bike, they don't look at the cylinder, they just like give you a normal speeding ticket. Like, oh, you're speeding on moped, you just get a like speeding ticket like anything else.
1: Yeah, uh, but some cops are like nice, like, yo, I did the same shit. It's like you, you just don't cause any havoc and you're good to go. A little slap on the wrist, I like it, yeah. But um, I know in Germany, the cops are real fucking strict up there. Mm. And in Austria, too, have like a mobile dyno to measure your horsepower and your speed. Damn. They're like, oh, man, this is chamber Chambers looking
0: a little too beefy.
1: Yeah. That's why I have only done on my shift speed, like a cart and an exhaust.
0: They're taking all the fun out of it, man. Like, half the fun here is being able to make your little bike that was only made to go 30 go faster. Like, like that's the joy you get out of it. Like trying to squeeze that one or two extra miles an hour out of this bike. So you can like, you know, yeah, I
2: mean,
0: beat your friend across the bridge, you know, the next time you see him. Yeah. It, I don't
1: know. Um, I don't know. I kind of get it. You don't want like a dumb 14 year old to go like 65 on a moped, but, uh, but you, but you can't even like get registered here as a bigger bike. That, that's also really, ass.
0: Oh, damn. So they really just cut you guys off at the knees. No fun for mopeds. Well, that's also, yeah. I see that. I think I can see that also leading to why I'm, like, it's harder to get more people to into mopeds. Cause, because yeah, you can't for sure. make them go faster. Like, Without getting in trouble,
1: yeah. And the thing is, if you tune like a one twenty five cc bike, it has like a big boy bike plate because mopeds have separate plates here, mm. and like nobody's gonna complain over that shit. But if your moped goes like ten miles an hour or faster, so it's like, oh oh, you're in trouble boy.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty weird rule. That sucks. Well, huh? yeah. I know where I know where not to ride mopeds, Italy. Check.
1: <laughs> but uh that's also why you kind of need a shifty right here. As I said, I live in the mountains and you just need that extra kind of oomph to get over the mountain. Mm-hmm. Little oomph, baby. Ugh. Yeah.
0: So, like, what's up now? Like, what's uh, your, your current, like, moped sitch going on?
1: Like, I uh, like, I think I told you the story of how my puck behaves. My Peugeot. You know, when I started, it doesn't hold its idle. It spits gas out of the carb. It spits oil out of the tailpipe. But when I give it gas, it pops out of the exhaust. <laughs> and... And currently, my first bike. I'm working on like um, putting a six feet on there. Jet uh, uh jet it in for a pipe, and repair some stuff for some friends because I because those who have moped, I try to be on the side as much as possible with that. Yeah. Go like ahead. I'm kind of known in my area for fixing for fixing up their bikes
0: well I feel like that's like the first like people some of you might not agree with me it's like maybe it's maybe not maybe it's not the first step maybe it's more like the second or third step I feel like when it comes to like trying to get other people to ride mopeds with you or like building some kind of scene or building some kind of community it's like one like you know try to like trick the ones who are close to you like your friends or your significant others into like joining this hobby with you here, ride this. You'll like it. It'll put a smile on your face. And then after that, if you become like proficient enough in like fixing them and keeping them running and like making them go faster. Cause like you guys can do that there, but you know, you can say you can do a carbon pipe, little simple stuff, like something that somebody else who's new to it might not want to do on their own. You know, you be the person that can do that for them and like, you know, help, repair old bikes or fix bikes they find so they can get people on the road like that's the other like Mm -hmm. ploy the trick the bait to get people like to like riding with you and like starting your community or your you know your scene building it up it's like make your friends do it or you know tricking new friends by like fixing
1: and selling that's what I'm trying to accomplish Just fixing it up, keeping as much mopeds on the road as possible, and having a good time while doing it.
0: Yeah. You know, find a pretty spot to go cruise, you know, bring some pocket drinks, you know, beer, pop, soda, whatever you would enjoy. And,
1: you know, take a
0: little scenic scenic ride.
1: Yeah, like, I enjoy beer, but I'm also a driver. Like, if I have, like, one beer, I'd be like, nope, I ain't driving. Responsible adult, I like it.
0: A lot of mopeders in the States can learn a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the so. thing
1: is, I need my license for the farm work, just like driving tractors around, mm-hmm. and mopeds are like my everything. Yeah. So, and the penalty here in Italy is pretty really high for having a DUI. Yeah, so you don't want to risk it. Like, you get your license pulled for three years and have to make it entirely up on the ground, and your vehicle is getting confiscated and auctioned off. No way you can get it back.
0: What? That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's, up, that's wild.
1: <laughs> so,
0: so, so, even if you had a car and you got a DUI, they auction off your vehicle? Yeah. Do you get any money from the auction, or, or is it just
1: gone and, nope. they, and they keep Everything it? goes through the. Everything goes into the nice policeman's pockets that caught you.
0: Yo, that is intense. I guarantee if that shit was like that here, like, people would either riot or or maybe we'd have less DUIs. Who knows? Maybe that's a good uh, a good move. Like, we get, like, you know, you get, like, a slap on the wrist. You get, depending on what happened, what you did, some people get a night in jail, some people get fined, some people got to go to fucking AA and all this other shit, and, like, it costs money, and, like, or they get, you know, oh, like mm-hmm. a like a reduced license, you know, it's just like partially suspended or you got to, you know, you can take it to work or something, but you got to have a breathalyzer. There's all this shit that, like, has a sliding scale of what it could be. But in none of those situations is it we take your car and sell it and you don't get the money. <laughs> yeah, that, that's an yeah. intense one.
1: I mean, yeah, it's uh, just kind of that way. I think it's a little bit harsh, but at the same time, it keeps people from um, driving drunk. Yeah, I believe it. I mean so is... how do we how do you get like in this crazy moped all? Or... What was that? Like how did you get into like the moped culture?
0: uh so i don't know i like i live in richmond virginia and it's like a little it's a small city like nothing crazy like we're a small little city and you know like when i was younger i moved downtown like into the downtown like area so i'm living like in the city with my friends and like just being downtown and like riding bikes around like i rode bicycles like i was into like fixed gear bikes like track bikes And so I ride those around and I'd see, uh, you know, you'd just like you'd see like people cruising mopeds around town. We had this club that started back in 2003 in Richmond called the Hell Satan's, and uh, the Satan's would like ride their bikes around town and they'd be screaming Hell Satan like as they rode by and like they'd have parties and like the bicycle scene and skateboard scene and like you know hardcore kids punk rock like all that was kind of like intertwined so and our city is really small so you'd see all these people at the same like events and the same bike events and the same like shows you'd go to concerts or whatever so i don't know i always saw them around i was like oh those are cool but i didn't really think much of them you know which is like oh that's a moped like, when they'd and they'd have the rallies in town, and I'd show up at the rallies on my bicycle and hang out and party because it was, like, just, like, a part of being in the city and a part of, like, being, like, in that, like, culture or whatever. Like, it was all so intertwined. It was like, cool. like, Satan's having a party. Let's go. Oh, like, this bike rally, this, like, big moped rally is showing up. Cool. Let's go hang out and, like, see what they're doing. Check out the bikes and, like, you know, talk to some of our friends. And then, um eventually like my roommate got like bought a moped from some you know just off craigslist off the internet or whatever and i had a van so i drove him to go pick up his first bike and we brought it back to the house and i like you know i watched him like paint it and tear it down and rebuild this motor and do all this stuff like in our basement or whatever and i was like oh this is kind of cool and then like he got his bike going, and it was it was ripping. It was doing it was doing like you know fifties or whatever. He was he was killing it, like all painted, all fresh, brand new, fancy looking bike. And then like two of our other homies that live behind us got mopeds. And I'm like, hmm, okay. And now like three of my friends got mopeds. Oh, my neighbor's got a moped too, which ended up like eventually being one of the homies in my club. And like I'm just like kind of seeing like this next generation of mopeders kind of spring up around me. And I'm like, I'm like, well, what's this moped thing about? I'm starting to think about it more. And, you know, my homie's like, yo, here, check out, you know, Moped Army. Like, so I'm like, just lurking Moped Army. And I'm looking in pictures and I'm looking at bikes and I'm checking out stuff on there. And I'm like looking at the little parts or whatever you could buy on Treatland. I was like, yeah, I mean, these are cool. These are cool. Like, yeah, maybe I'll get a bike so I can hang out with them. And eventually I just stumbled across a bike that I was like really liked, like visually I was like, Oh, this bike's like, this is it. If I get a moped, it's going to be this exact bike. Like I'm going to do this exact bike, a hundred percent copycat of that bike. And I ended up, you know, getting my first bike, it proceeded to sit around, not running in my living room for over a year while I bought parts. And then from there was a super slippery slope. <laughs> it got way worse. Yeah one bike in a living room to like 15 years later like surrounded by bikes or whatever it, it got bad
1: yeah I also got the horror of the buck
0: yeah hoarding, hoarding and mopeds go hand in hand <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you ask, like that show pickers and like that show hoarders like is, is, is mopeders like most of the time like dude why do you have like I also dude i don't know if you've seen the new um youtube videos that um our buddy Maze in the states has been putting out on youtube it's called uh it's called corn ped i'll um i'll send you a link to it later in your on your dm or whatever instagram yeah
2: i think i saw it
0: okay yeah but like Maze is like he's doing youtube videos now like i mean he's doing for a while but now he's like kinda like really like focusing in on mopeds and like getting serious or whatever and popping up a bunch of videos and they're really good. And he's killing it. The camera looks good, the videos look good. And like I'm like, it's it's always interesting to seeing what other people do, like other mopeders are doing, like and how they do stuff. Cause unless like you're you're into your friends, you're all doing the same the same shit the same way a lot of the time. Because we do it all together so much. But it's cool like seeing like someone else that lives somewhere in another state, like and how he's doing it and like I was watching shit and I was like man he's like taking his bike apart This bike the new one he got he's taking apart or whatever he's like oh yeah all this this is trash all these wires and stuff oh that's trash let me let me go through all these old wheels so and get rid of stuff i'm like man he's like the third eye of mopeds right now dude he's like getting rid of his hoard of pieces and parts that he doesn't use or doesn't need he's like throwing away all the excess wires i'm like man you're really shining a light on how the rest of us are hoarders.
1: <laughs> yeah. And also, um, you guys have like a crazier aftermarket performance sport team. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely that. Like, i you know, since like it's not against the law to to tune your bike here. Like everyone's tuning bikes. Like I've it's been a long time since I've gone somewhere And like most of the people have stock bikes. Like a lot of us Mm -hmm. a lot of people still have stock bikes and they're fun, you know. Oh dude, slow ride Wednesday or whatever the fuck you're doing. But like for the most part, every person I know who's got a moped is like putting a kid on it or putting a pipe on it or doing something. Like rarely do I see a moped that's still
1: stock. If they're like somewhere in the um, scene. Yet one of my newest resolution was like to start a side side hustle, um, to buy a tick welder and some metal fabrication tools, and and remake like old pipes that you used to make like in the eighties, mm-hmm. and some old intakes you can get no more.
0: Yeah, that sounds cool. You gotta follow our buddy um, uh, at Crank Pipes on Instagram. Like he's yeah, like, follow him. Yeah, Ryan's been like building pipes for the last couple years and intakes and stuff and he's killing it. Like they're, they're, they're good shit for sure.
1: Yeah. And I also kind of know how to weld because I was like a metal fabricator for one year. Um,
0: one year is better than no years.
1: Yeah. I know it's going to be a steep learning curve, especially with stick welding, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to take all of that because I just want to make cool parts.
0: Yeah, especially if you guys don't like, you know, you don't have someone else around there doing it. Someone's got to do it, right? Yeah. So, what are your uh, like future plans for for mopeding in your area? Just trying to trying to build it up. You have any any dream bikes that you're trying to find,
1: or that you're like, you know, really hunting for? I mean. I got my dream bike and I just want to build like a, like a good strong moped community out there.
0: How many, uh, how many bikes does the guy have left at the junkyard? Can you like, you know, start, you know, bulk deal, get them from him. Like, Hey man, like, you know, just let me get all these. so I can fix them up and, you know, work out a deal. Give them, give them away. Like I fix them, we sell them and like we split the profit or something. So you can like,
1: You know, help get them out easier. I mean, I kind of tell when he has something for sale, like, "Yo, dude, did you hear that he has like a child for sale?" Or, or he has like this and that for sale. I mean, I I'm spreading the word around. Yeah,
0: that's tight. But yeah, what what I was saying (laughs) is like you might be like, since he has the inventory, quote unquote, he has the bikes you have some skill and some knowledge he you know i'm not sure how much time you have in your hands but like oh if he doesn't have a ton of time to keep fixing them all like maybe you help him out like hey i'll fix the mopeds and help you sell them and you know you can get like a part commission or whatever for helping them fix them up and it's like yeah like now you're the guy like who's like slinging the bikes and helping put them all out
1: there
0: it definitely sounds like yeah, a lot of work in, is, in my head that definitely sounds like a lot of work
1: <laughs> yeah it is first of all and second of all you then you're kind of offering a product that you don't really have the customer or the base for because i know of a like Chow. he it took like a year to sell it oh man And it was uh, for, and it was someone from far away who got it. Mm.
0: Yeah, man, I'm not sure how else to how to get them, man. We got you just got to start them young, I guess. You're gonna have to start tricking 14 year olds, man, like you're like you used to be. You got to get them young. Yeah,
1: right? like, like I told a couple of guys, and they seemed like really interested, but was like, dude, get your get your license first because riding dirty isn't worth it because you get to the same punishment as riding drunk.
0: Oh, really? Fuck. Yeah. How hard is it to get your, like, Popehead license?
1: I mean, you have to do a theoretical exam and a practical exam. And the practical a rec- exam... A rectal is like exam? The- <laughs> <laughs> no, a theoretical exam... <laughs>
0: Whoa, like, whoa, 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 slow down. I barely know you.
1: I mean, you don't have to get box checked out to ride a boat with (laughs) you.
0: Yeah, you want to ride this child, but you just bend over and cough. (laughs) Make it wink, daddy, make it wink.
1: (laughs) But I guess the parents call, call, like, um,. Like the par- like the parents info first that you're like getting your butt checked for a moped. <laughs> uh, gotta,
0: make no, sure but, um,
1: gotta make sure it's safe, you know? Nobody You have like a written test and a practical test. Yeah. And the practical test is just hell because you have to drive in a really big city with a stock moped and a lot of traffic.
0: That's the test? They just throw you off the deep end? <laughs> They're like here, yeah. They just go they drive. drive you put city. you in the middle of a city at traffic hour.
1: Go ride this moment in the street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And don't make any mistakes, boy.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. I like it. Uh, dangerous.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the driving tools have like the worst shiftings ever. They don't have tours and they rattle like crazy. They rattle your balls off. Man. Yeah, that's funny. Dude.
0: <laughs> well, you have any other any other questions for me?
1: <laughs> Not really. <laughs> cool well um like i who likes but i have a polish friend that Mm -hmm. like told me how mopeds were in the soviet union
0: so what are they like there
1: yeah and um, people just bought mopeds just to get a stamp and to get fuel for the car like one stamp equals nine liters of fuel like they just buy two or three mopeds and just put all of the fuel just in their car.
0: Oh, they have like a fuel allotment.
1: Like they can only get yeah, a it's certain like food, of fuel.
0: Yeah. It's like food stamps for all the vehicles. Oh, that's so crazy. That's wild. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not well traveled, bro. Like all this stuff. I'm just like, dude, like what? That's, that's insane. Like I would never think of that. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm on Moped Discord. Shout out to Smelty and Max. You you boys are wonderful. And yeah, if you always are into learning something new, you, you should probably just join it.
0: I'm down, dude. I'm going to hop in Moped Discord. I won't sleep on it, promise. Thank <laughs> <Pinky> you, promise. <laughs> Penis promise. <laughs> Hook,
1: oh hell yeah
0: Hook our manhood Give it a little tug
1: <laughs> Cross the Oh, <sword. laughs> uh, So
0: bad <laughs> Alright man with me a Yeah
1: Alright
0: <laughs> Well thank you for hanging out man Like we We, we did that uh, like, uh, Over an hour Like an hour Just chatting it up About some bikes and stuff I'm glad to hear about You know Somewhere different than here Like And you know The difficulties that you have to deal with Versus like The ones we yeah. have like I'm, I'm gonna say you got a harder time out there, man. You can't tune the bike. You guys can't make them rip, half the fun. And it's like you know, hard for you to grow it in your 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 area. But I wish you all the luck, dude. I wish you you know you can get some more people riding with you, and you know you can make it out to Germany for one of their group rides or something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So cool, dude. Oh. So, so yeah. And, by the way, he, can I make, like, another shout-out? They make a what? Can I make, like, another shout-out?
0: Oh, yeah, dude. All the shout-outs you want, bro. Go for it.
1: So, first of all, shout-out to Martin, who told me that. That's, love you, boy. And get off that fucking Rx, RX Goodwin by a real moped, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and second of all, oh, shout-out to Vicky and Marcel. You were really great guys. And it just helped me with, like, a lot of bullshit that's happened this year. And, yeah, I think think that's going to do it.
0: Hell, yeah. Well, shout out to all the boys out there and all the girls out there doing their thing. Uh, You know what we say here? Yeah, for real. Fuck your car, ride a moped. Dude, thanks for coming on, bro. I'll talk to you later. Talk
1: to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Cool uh thank you guys for listening that was a fun episode um i'll throw up his uh instagram and handle and all the other stuff in the in the description and on the instagram and stuff when i post the episode tomorrow or today because you're listening today or maybe it's in the past if you're listening after today who knows because cause people listen to this whenever they want to. So trying to talk about it like that way. It's kind of weird because this isn't live. But thank you guys for listening. Like I said before, if you have an idea or a topic that we should get into or a guest that you think should be on or you yourself want to be a guest on the show, feel free to email me at mopedmoneypodcast at gmail.com. Also, dun, 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 dun. I got dun-dun, dun-dun, dun-dun. three price packs that are going out for last week's raffle. Uh, Babs, Midnight Manor, Phil P. If you guys are listening, I got you. Uh, I'm going to send you an email. I'll let you know. And price packs are already built. They're here. We'll just get them shipped out You know, this week coming up so yeah thank you guys for listening again fuck your car ride a moped we're out bye so um what are your favorite moped sounds <laughs> fuck your car <laughs> ride a moped I don't know like, touch the fly was it moving like, no
2: feel free locked up sounds like the fuck dude
0: oh boy yeah, yeah, yeah.